Oh, wait. The next one's better. Ready? Ready? Floaty boy. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Dependus Belaining, the podcast. Welcome back. Ne- another episode. Here we are again. I am Jen. Hi, Jen. I am Veronica. <laughs> Hi, Veronica. <laughs> and we finally made it to our final destination on Woo-hoo! this crazy trip that is a PCS. Yay! Yeah. Crazy trip. No lie. That's just putting it mildly. I know, I know. It was um, it was a headache. It still continues to be a headache. We are in Ram. It's the last leg of Ram. For those of you who don't know what Ram is, is restriction of movement. Move movement. I said movement. <laughs> this movement. restriction of movement. Um, and so we're basically confined to the house, quarantined, if you will, and yeah. We only have four days left of this bullshit, and then we're free. We're free to explore because I'm sick of staring at these walls of this prison, and my family's driving me bananas, and if I have to sleep on this full-size bed with my husband one more night, I'm going to strangle him with my bare hands. Will you have four, four, four nights? Four more nights. Four more nights of his bullshit. You. you know how many times <laughs> I've woken up with his elbow directly in front of my eye like because the way he said and then the other day the other day I thought he was being cute with me like he had his hand draped over my head and he was like caressing my head and I was like oh that was sweet and I was like I'm pretty sure his hand was just twitching and it happened to be on top of my head he is not being romantic he's just trying to find more room on this bed (laughs) like um yeah so but yeah, we're we're in the home stretch. We're almost free, and then we can start looking for a house that we're gonna live in. Not this, not this place. I don't live here anymore. Yeah. So yeah, that's what's going on with me, Jen. What's going on with you? Nice. Um, I mean, not as exciting as your life right now. Let me tell you. There's uh, it rained today. <laughs> oh wow! We had nothing but sunshine today. Yeah, it yeah. Ran- I was in I was in the pre K class. We were about to go out to um, recess. We got all of them lined up. We had oh. nine children today, nine. And normally we only have like five to six, mm-hmm. but we had nine. It was a lot. But we got them all lined up. We were ready to go. We turned to look out the window, and it is pouring rain. Oh, we're no. like. Okay, we're staying inside, I guess. Yeah. Sorry, kids. <laughs> so, it was five minutes of rain. That literally was it. Five minutes of rain. Yeah. Everything was soaked. Couldn't go outside. <laughs> oh, no. Is it? Yeah. We, we had, like, we had a day like that yesterday. like, rained pretty much all day yesterday. So, we were stuck in the house. It's, like, it's not like we can do anything anyways other than go out, you know, into the yard like we're cattle and just walk around the fence. <laughs> <laughs> mooing at the people that walk by <laughs> roaming around your backyards watching all the free people all the free people that take their freedom for granted just walking around yeah. mm-hmm. 
and frolicking and smiling and we're like what's that mm-hmm. like what's that like because we've just stuck in here what's it like sleeping in your normal bed in your own bed that you own and uh yeah what's it feel to not be in and out of five hotels so far huh? what's that feel Ugh. like yeah still one yet to go we have one more to go one more one yeah. more tlf before we can find a house yeah oh man yeah but I got to have chilies the other day, and that was the Stop highlight. <laughs> that was the highlight of this entire thing, I swear. I haven't had chilies since we left the America back in 2017. So probably before that, because, I mean, really, how often does one have chilies? <laughs> we took it for granted. Not very often. No. Again, taken for granted. Yes, taken for granted, exactly. <laughs> So I was like, they have a Chili's here. You know how good their chips are? I was like, let's get some chips and salsa. So we ordered a bunch of food and we were just so excited to be eating at our stupid dining table. Our friends that are here went and grabbed it or picked it up for us and brought us some, as well as some like Japanese alcoholic beverages that I was like, what is this sugary sweetness, delicious heaven in my mouth right now? (laughs) 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 So... I could see those in my future, and they're dangerous. So, but they yeah, are. but yeah, chips and salsa from Chili's. You should oh. be our sponsor because yum, it just melt so in your mouth. Freaking good, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a Chili's here, and I still have yet to go. Really? Yeah. Mm. I need to. Yeah, you should. Chips and salsa. I miss it. I know. Yeah, it's so good. I know. Yeah, I don't know what it is about their chips. There's an um on the border too. Remember on the border. Yes. Yeah. So good. So good. They had um the commissary had their package of chips stocked for like maybe two days, and then they were gone during. But we during we happened Super Bowl. to grab a bag. Yeah. During Super it Bowl, it was delicious. Yeah, we grabbed a bag too when we were still in the UK because I was like, oh yes, it's Super Bowl is coming up. This is what it is. Let's get some chips and yeah i think we were yeah we were in we were in tlf getting ready to leave and then i think i just we had like nacho cheese or something from yeah whatever. i'm pretty sure our ship the shipment of those came very late because they just got here last week yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the shipment of those chips yeah because i always have such a huge variety of different mm-hmm. chips that so they good. don't normally stock yeah they're so delicious. Yeah. Um, welcome to the podcast where we just talk about food all the time. Forget yes. your depend-explaining. We're just going to talk about food and food, 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 and how food affects us and how it motivates us. All the good stuff. Yeah, because a dependent got to eat. Yeah. If you have a recipe, why don't you send it to us and we'll try it. <laughs> why don't you email us at despenda? <laughs> <laughs> Dependesplaining at gmail.com, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Oh my God. So I keep trying to tell Kyle <laughs> something's uh, 230,000. I keep trying to tell him that and I can't say it. He looks at me like I'm an idiot. I was like, I don't know why my tongue gets tied and I want to say 230. <laughs> I can't say 230,000 for some reason when I'm looking at him. I'm like, I want to be like 23,000. 2300, 2300, 
I don't know how much it is. And he's like, why can't you say it? And I was like, I don't know. I was like, I can't read these numbers. Okay. <laughs> Any number. I'm like, 230,000. I kept trying to tell him. He's like, why can't you say it? I was like, I don't know. So that's the spend explaining. Anyways. Yeah. What was that? What was the thing we talked about yesterday? We were like, they should sponsor us. Mixed tiles. Mixed tiles. I was trying to think about it as we got to, we were talking about food and you're like, we should be sponsored by Chili's. And I was like, oh, we did talk about something that should sponsor Yeah, mixed tiles. <laughs> I was looking at their website today and they have some deals going on. But I was yeah. like, okay, I need to order some. This episode is brought to you, not, is not brought to you by mixed tiles. But we nope. wish it would be. <laughs> but it feels like it should be because all... Um, Half of my living room walls are covered in mixed tiles right now. Yeah. They're wonderful. I think it's a good option for one who moves a lot in yes. the military and base house, any housing really that you're renting, obviously, because you're not putting holes in the wall that you're going to have to mm-hmm. patch up later. And then your landlord's like not good enough. And then they have a special paint mixture that doesn't match whatever you bought at the hardware store. So it's just going to save you some headaches. With mm-hmm. the little sticky tabs that they have in the back because they're reusable, which I find very, very convenient. It's nice. And that too, it's like if you're not very good at hanging things and you're not, <laughs> you don't have the patience to, yeah, make sure it's level and make sure it's in the right spot and, sure. you know, spread out or whatever. Uh, my husband's very, uh, you know, neurotic about that. So we measured everything. But I, on my own, I just stick things on the walls and yeah. call it good. So, you know, if it's a little crooked or if it's not quite where you need it to be, you literally can pull it off the wall and stick it back on and it will stay. That's awesome. Amazing. (laughs) I am very neurotic. I need everything to be evenly spaced out and leveled. And uh, yeah, there's this one picture in our hallway in our house in England that was not leveled with the other ones. And I had moved it like four times. And it bothered me. It still bothers me to this day, even though that picture frame is gone and I got and I donated it. And it still bothers me. I lost so many picture frames because, you know, in the summertime, everything melted off the walls. I know, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. This is a PSA. If you're living in England, your shit's going to melt off the walls if it's hanging with command yeah. hooks. <laughs> yes. The command strips will just melt and sweat and they will fall off. Your See, walls. I found the strips were much better. Than the hooks yeah. because I guess they were bigger maybe and they held more. But the the hooks, the little tabs, they just would fall right off. And I would lose yeah. picture frames in the middle of the night. I'd wake up to like a clattering of picture frames and then I'd see the damage the next day. So I just gave yeah. up. Like this last year, I just gave up. Anything that fell, I wouldn't put it back. I'm like, whatever, you're, you're dead to me. <laughs> You're dead to me, picture frame, you're not going back on the wall. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Okay, Jen, you ready to get started? I'm so ready. Okay. All right, Jen. So for you, I have today a very interesting story. I have so much information. I have found so much information on this that it was a little overwhelming, but I think we could do it. So I have for you the tail hook scandal. Ooh. I love scandals. I love scandals too. Yeah. This one's this one's crazy one. So I got awesome. most of it, my information from Wikipedia, an article on the Los Angeles Times, um, a small article on wisegeek.com, 
Newsweek.com, uh, New York Times, the San Diego Union, Union Tribune, and scholarship.law.duke.edu, and Britannica.com. So it was all pieced together by these articles. So here we go, the tailhook scandal. So it starts off like this. September 7th, 1991. Where were you in 1991, Jen? Um, Teetering I around was... your house, you little toddler baby. Yeah, I was probably still in like diapers or pull-ups. Yeah. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, 91. Yeah. I was in like first grade. Yeah. Or second I grade. I was not. Yeah, Maybe second grade. 90. I was, I was three, depending on what month. <laughs> September. <laughs> September. I was okay. two, almost three. <laughs> God, I was like eight years old. Whatever. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> okay, so September 7th, 1991. The Hilton Las Vegas, Nevada is host to the 35th annual Tailhook Convention. Navy Lieutenant Paula Coughlin emerges from an elevator on the third floor. She notices Navy and Marine pilots hanging out in the hallway, doesn't think anything of it. After all, they're they're all there for this convention, right? So, mm-hmm. but she was most definitely not expecting what happened next. As she's walking through the hallway, a man yells, Admiral's aid! And they all join in and chanting, Admiral's aid, Admiral's aid. Coughlin is then grabbed from behind and lifted up in the air and propelled forward. Coughlin is loudly objecting and a man reached around from behind, embraced her in a tight hug. They both fell to the ground. He, he tried to sl- um, stick his hand down her shirt. She, oh. bit his, yeah, she bit his hands and arms and he released her. At that moment, someone reached into her crotch and yanked her, tried to yank her panties. Oh my god! Yes, so she was bombarded with pinching and grabbing and groping. So she broke free. And she tried to enter a doorway on one of the hospitality suites, but two men standing nearby moved and blocked her way. So she kept proceeding down the hallway. Coughlin asked an older man for for help. She's like, I need help. Like she kept saying, I need help. Like these guys are groping me. Um, he responded by placing his hands on her breast. Um, so she spotted, she spotted another doorway nearby that was open. She lunged inside and found the suite to be empty. Uh, and she collapsed weeping into a chair so that is how we're gonna get started here wow yes navy lieutenant paula coughlin was a ch-53 helicopter pilot currently serving as an aide to rear admiral jack snyder at naval air station at tuxton river in maryland um she would be one of many to shed light on the annual activities that took place at the tailhook convention so i will tell you about the tailhook convention and what it is now the tailhook uh, association is named after the hook that hooks for lack of a better word onto the aircraft as it landing on a carrier out at sea so you see it like in movies oh. it like hooks onto so that's why it's okay. named after. so it began in 1956 as an informal club for navy and marine aviators pilots and aircrew who met once a year to socialize and swap stories and by 1963 the annual event had grown in popularity and attendance and it like moved to san diego to the sands hotel and casino in las vegas in 1960 and the convention relocated to las vegas hilton which became its home until 1991 
So they were very comfortable there at the Hilton in Las Vegas holding this convention. And it brought a lot of revenue to the whole place, right? So over mm-hmm. time, the Tailhook Association uh, attained some attained semi-official status with the u.s military it started as just a gathering for them to shoot the shit but then it like they all started gathering so then it became something kind of official and they were they were even given like like uh, rent-free office space at naval air station miramar and the annual conventions featured forums presentations symposiums on military aviation and operations officers were allowed to attend on official duty uh, so they were like tdy instead of before when they would just take leave and have it be like a extracurricular thing for them to attend it was so it was like an it became an official thing but they were allowed to dress in their civilian clothes they didn't have to wear their uniforms um so senior officers and defense uh, dod officials including flag officers as well as defense contractors also became regular attendants the dod often provided military aircraft for the attendance, for the attendance to travel to the conference. In 1991, sorry, in 1991, 96% of the Tailhook Association's 14,000 members were male, reflecting the number in the Naval Air Fleet in which out of the nearly 10,000 pilots and air crew, 177 were women, and only 27, 27 of them were flying a jet aircraft. What's wrong with that number? What is wrong with that number? Yeah. The convention was going to be like the biggest one yet, right? The Because the Gulf War had just taken place earlier that year. And they had about 11 hours worth of presentations to give to the 4,000 att- uh, attendees. Attendees. Atten- attendees? <laughs> Why does this sound so funny? Sorry. Attendants. Anyways. <laughs> So among the presenters, they had three of eight Navy and Marine pilots who were shot down and captured by Iraq. Um, they were going to give a presentation on their like experience. Overall, it seemed that it would be a really informative convention. You know, like what happened? They were going to talk about what happened. How did it happen? What can we improve? How do we improve? Whose dick is bigger? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, regular shit like that. So on the afternoon of Saturday, September 7th, a session called the Flag Panel took place, drawing an estimated 1,500 attendants. This was a tradition at the conference. It consisted of a panel of flag officers answering questions on any topic from the attendants. So the 1991 session was chaired by Senior Naval Aviator. The, so his official title, the Assistant Chief of Naval Operations, or Vice Admiral Richard Dunleavy. He was accompanied by seven other admirals and one Marine general. One of the questions that was asked during the panel was just happened to be by a female, and she wanted to know when women would be allowed to fly in combat jets. Her question was met (laughs) with booing and laughter before the question was even answered. So you can, yeah, I watched the video on it. It was really disturbing too. Um, so the Assistant Chief of Naval Operations, Vice Admiral Richard Dunleavy, as we mentioned before, he answered, quote, if Congress directs SECNAV, or the Secretary of the Navy, to allow qualified women to fly combat aircraft, we will comply, end quote. 
And again, that answer itself was also met with more booing and laughter. So it was just, you know, a joke to them. They didn't believe that women had a place in aviation or really in the military outside of the medical field. They were like, they should be nurses and that's it. And making babies and staying in the kitchen and Rude. ironing our flight suits. And I'm like, <laughs> iron your own flight suit, you stupid bitch. <laughs> yeah, good luck getting that pen mark out of there. <laughs> Quit leaving your stupid pens in your sleeves. Yeah, good leaving them in all your millions of pockets, yeah. 230,000 pockets. Yeah, good luck at your meeting when you find out that my chonies are stuck to your all your 5,000 Velcro pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so now the party begins for these pigs with ranks, really. (laughs) (laughs) So the Tailhook Association, like I said, it was named after the hook that grabs planes when they land on carrier decks. And they had been meeting annually for for more than three decades for these type of events. They did all this, you know, the presentations. I'm emphasizing with my hand in a big circle for Jen, just so mm-hmm. she knows. It's just going round so and round. I can see. Presentations and discussions, these panels, and then a banquet. And then they got started for them. They were going to socialize, you know, network and stuff. However, it just, went, it just got out of hand. Unofficially, it's, it, it was like an animal house. It became an animal house. Officially, members... They're there to socialize and learn about advanced in aviation technology, but unofficially it's become Animal House. An Animal House where strippers, performances, and porn films in the third floor hospitality suites take place. What? Yep. What? Yep. So what? they Yep. So they would hire the they would hire strippers to perform for them and then some of them would perform extracurricular activities outside of the stripping. AKA sex work. So. Oh my. Excuse me. Yes. What? There was pictures and videos being uh, done. So. What in the actual fuck? So <laughs> let me tell you. The the hospitality suites. They were hosted by like various squadrons. In order to accommodate personnel atten- attending the convention. They didn't. These hospitality suites. It was basically the entire one floor of the hotel, right? And the squadrons would pay for them, and they weren't like, "Hey, go buy yourself, you know, some sex workers and get freaky." They were like, "This is for the convention. This is for your comfort, in order to attend the convention." They didn't know, or at least they pretended not to know. They're saying, at least they're saying they don't know what. A, here's here's a whole floor of this hotel room. For your convention. Wink, Do as you please. Wink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Do as you may. Yeah. Every year was the same. And the Hilton Las Vegas would be the venue for this debauchery. And the third floor was the main stage. So like I mentioned before, they would hire strippers and as well as sex workers where, of course, activities of sexual nature would occur. Um, there was also drinking body shots butt biting but b-u-t-t apparently this was a thing among a a certain squadron in the marines that had dated back like 20 years and they just carried over into the tail hook convention where they would bite each other's asses (laughs) hey i have an idea (laughs) 
Let's just bite each other's asses for fun," Who said can one leave guy. The biggest mark, yeah, on somebody's butt cheek. Yeah, let's see who has the straightest teeth yeah. on that leaves these dental marks on your butt cheeks. Yeah, this was this was among men and women, but mostly the men. Yeah, of course, because they're weird. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> Only men would think of something like that. Yeah, Veronica, please bite my ash cheek. Leave yes. your teeth. Yes. Teeth marks in there. Yes. No. Yeah. Ew. Ouchie. Ouchie. Ew. <laughs> Why would anyone want to put their face in another man's uh, butt? You right? know how smelly they are. Come on. Yeah. And it's probably hairy. It's probably gross. hairy. It's probably <laughs> pimply from sitting down all day. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably got some skin marks in there. It can't smell good, guys. I don't know. Come this <laughs> this was something that had spanned, like I said, for twenty years among one of the squadrons and the Marines. Anyways, but I want to know who the first person was to think of this right? idea. <laughs> I would love idea. to know. I have a great idea. Let's bite each other's <laughs> butts. Let's see who <laughs> bites harder. And then we'll show other people and it'll become a thing and it'll replace the handshake. <laughs> yeah. No more yeah. shaking of the hands, please maybe bite my ass. Maybe that's what we should do now for COVID instead of elbow bumping. It's like, turn around. <laughs> turn around and bend over. Watch this. <laughs> Let's just become dogs. We'll sniff each yeah. other's butts because that's how we say hi. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Huh? <laughs> oh, it gets weirder. And uh, oh, so, it, gosh. so we said butt biting. Also leg shaving. Yeah. They Wait, would, what? They would shave each other's legs. They would shave these sex workers' legs among <laughs> their private parts as well. So it reminded me of that scene in um, 40-Year-Old Virgin where he's yes. super drunk and she's like, let's yes. sh- let's shave each other. He's like, yeah, I'm going to shave your head. <laughs> <laughs> So that that became yes. a thing. It gets huh. it gets funnier, Jen. Hang on. <laughs> shaving though, shaving could be dangerous, especially if it's a man doing it to a woman. Like they don't know how to like shave, especially if you're going to be in the no no zone. Like yeah, it's very ow. delicate down there. Yeah, you have be to be like, gentle. Be like, listen, I've already been traumatized down there. You already bit my butt. Now you want to shave my cooter? Like I don't think so. What else is yeah. going to happen? <laughs> what else are you going to do to me? No, thank you. Hard pass. Yeah. Are you pay- paying me triple for that? Cause yeah. How about I let you extra. shave my underarm? I didn't get to it today. Yeah. I'll let you shave my underarm. <laughs> Maybe my calf. Not my ankles because even I can't do that sometimes. That, that's a danger you know, zone. I cut myself every time. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> Shaving of the Shaving hair. of the body parts. Um, and also, you know, your typical, you know, frat boy <laughs> streaking and mooning. Um, yeah. yeah. This was, again, the streaking and the mooning was also participated by, like, women would participate in this as well. But it was mostly the men that were all doing this because there was mostly men at these conventions. Right. Okay. Um, so the mooning. And then, in fact, one of the reports that, um, says that men 
and the women they were mooning one time and they were all fucking pressing their asses against this window the window panel breaks and it fell onto the bottom floor like to the patio below where it injured two guests uh to the point where one of like they needed medical treatment oh wow yeah one of them actually was like a teenage girl and she got a concussion from it (gasps) yeah so luckily it didn't go beyond that pressing their butt cheeks up against this window (sighs) their butt cheeks with bite marks on them yeah (laughs) yeah this it's a very confusing custom (laughs) like what oh my goodness this is the weirdest thing i've ever heard oh wait just you wait Oh gosh! And then they had oh, another boy. thing. They had another thing called ball walking. Oh! So they these fuckers would pull their balls through their opening of their pants, and I imagine it was like like the 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 button on their pants is still buttoned, but the zipper's down, so they just have their balls hanging out, exposing. Their, like nobody wants to see. <laughs> nobody wants to see that. I was like Gross. ball walking. Yeah, and they would walk around like that. They would walk around like that, and they thought it was I hilarious. Hope you shaved that part too, then. Hope that maybe, was part of your shaving ritual. Maybe that's what they were doing. They were airing out the razor burn. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. It's so wow. Th- <laughs> what the fuck? This is a serious matter, <laughs> but that just made me laugh because I was like, God, these guys were idiots. Like, oh my gosh. But the most back to serious business here the most infamous event was one that would take place on this like a friday and saturday night and they called it the gauntlet this would be where men would like line the hallways of the third floor so like they would be they would like stand against the wall and wait for their victims basically um it was like they would wait for a female to walk by. It was all fair game. No one was off limits, uh, be it officers, contractors, civilian personnel, or just like unsuspecting hotel guests who had <gasps> nothing to do with the convention. It didn't matter. Oh. It was free game. And so the reports uh, that I was reading, they said the gauntlet appeared well organized, even though most of the participants were drunk. When a woman appeared, a scout would, a scout would shout, clear deck, if he considered her attractive enough to molest her, or he would say wave off if he thought her too unattractive. The terms are drawn from like the aircraft uh, carrier flight operations, so it's what they say. It's like clear deck or wave off. They would use that in order to translate. It's like, yeah, she cute or no, she not. So to pounce on. Um, so many report, many women reportedly were lured unwittingly into the gauntlet by officers who steered them toward it casually. <laughs> the waiting aviators appeared to arrange themselves so that women would not recognize what they were approaching. Report the, this is what the report said. And so when they emerged, one Navy enlisted man told investigators, victims looked like they had been through like a pinball machine. So they would walk down the gauntlet which was the hallway. They called it the gauntlet. They even had like a sign saying the gauntlet and enter at your own risk. They would come in and they would just be groped. They would be attacked. They would be attacked and sexually assaulted, basically. Yeah. Um, and they said when they would emerge on the other side, they looked like I'd gone through the pinball machine because they had so many pinch marks and like bruises on them. And some of them had even had like part of their clothes torn, torn off. And they were saying some of the women liked the attention. And I was like, really? Do you think I don't? Th- I wouldn't like that attention. I'm sorry, but that no, nobody likes that attention. 
when you're being not that felt kind of up like that, that's just being no. nervous and not knowing how to react. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, ridiculous. Yep. So, uh, like, eyewitnesses' accounts describe women who had, like I said, parts of their clothing ripped off or removed completely um, as going while they were going through the gauntlet. Um, one uh, eyewitness says that one of the females was stripped from the waist down as she was passed overhead through the gauntlet. And then they left her on the hallway floor just there. They're like, here you go. You're naked now. You may go. You're on your way. Um, oh, my even, God. Yeah. And then another a female civilian victim told or said that as she walked up the hallway, at least seven men attacked her. Uh, they pulled down her tube top and grabbed at her exposed breast while they attempted to cover. While she like attempted to cover herself with her arms, she fell to the ground and the assault continued. Uh, after a few moments, they stopped their attack, and she was allowed to get up from the floor. Like, okay, you're free. We had our fun with you. We felt you up. We humiliated you. You may go. The another report says that a 24 year old Navy officer uh, related that she was groped and grabbed by five or six men while two male Navy officers whom she knew just stood by and did nothing. They all watched. She's like, these are my comrades. These are supposedly my friends. And they're just watching while all this happens to these women. Um, One victim, a 32-year-old female, reported that she attended Tail Hook in 1991 with her husband, who was a Navy officer, her mother, and two of her mother's female friends. That report said that as the group walked through the hallway, the victim, who was wearing a formal cocktail dress, was suddenly grabbed around the waist and lifted above the crowd by two men. The men lifted the skirt up um, of her dress, like above her waist, and pushed their hands between her legs. Um, they also said that she, her mother was a victim, as well as her mother's friends, who also... Um, they also assaulted them in the hallway. Wow. Yeah. More than a third of the sex re- of the sex related assaults reported in private rooms at the convention occurred in suites rented by aviators associate associated with the El Toro Marines Corps Air Station. Um investigators this is what they said that most of them occurred from the Marine Corps station. So in some of these, one of the rooms that they had, they had a centerpiece that was a dildo and it was like stuck to a large picture of a bull rhinoceros, which was like the squadron's mascot. So the dildo was on this picture and it was placed on there to where they could drink out of it. I guess it had some sort of thing where they could drink out of it and they would make they like forced women to drink out of this what they would call the rhino spunk which was a mixture of rum kalua milk and ice cream and ice so they would make them they would humili- humiliate them by having them drink out of this dildo that was stuck to the rhinoceros picture gross oh yeah wow. so these are the things that would happen at these conventions so now going back to uh, Paula Coughlin who was the one of the victims that I initially talked about, the first one I talked about, she told her boss, uh, Rear Admiral Snyder, she told him the following day over breakfast. And then Admiral Snyder responded by saying, quote, Paula, you need to stop hanging around with those guys. That's what you've got to expect on the third deck with a bunch of drunk aviators. 
end quote. That's really? like, yeah, like, oh, well, that's what you get. Yeah, yeah you should that's know. that's basically what he's saying. This is what you get for going and doing these things and being with these people. Are it's, you kidding me? It's like the equivalent of, oh, boys will be boys. Yeah. No, no this is not None of this like is that. okay. They bite each other's butt cheeks. That's not <laughs> normal. <laughs> in, any, in any realm, it's not normal. I don't no. care. No. <laughs> and then they do a horrendous amount of sexual harassment yeah molestation yeah whatever assault of women like that's assault just, what yes yes exactly so that's what she was met when she told you know her boss yeah and he was like eh, wow. boys will be boys so on thanks sept- for the help i know so on september 19th captain robert uh, parkinson snyder's chief of staff this was snyder's chief of staff and coughlin uh met with Snyder, so all three of them met, and Coughlin was like, hey, guess what these fuckers did to me? And Snyder then says, I'll take care of it. I'll send a detailed letter about the incident to Dun- Dunleavy, who was a member of the panel member. He's the one that was asked a question about women in fighter jets. And he was yeah. like, when the sec nap, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Uh, beep, 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 beep. So on September 30th, so he says, I'm going to send a letter to this guy and we're going to fix this. Like, we're going to take care of it. So September 30th, Coughlin learned that the letter had yet to be even delivered to Dunleavy. She was like, fuck this. I'm going to do this myself. So she gave a copy of the letter to a staff member for the chief of naval uh, personnel, deputy chief of naval operations for manpower vice admiral Jeremy Michael Borda. Borda showed the letter to Dunleavy and Vice Chief of Naval Operations, Jerome L. Johnson, who directed Rear Admiral Duval Williams, commander of the Naval Investigative Service, to start a criminal inquiry. Uh, Dunleavy called Coughlin to tell her a formal investigation was being ordered and that she would be transferred to Washington, D.C. to help with um, with the investigation. The investigation began October 11th, 1991. So soon after, he got the letter and everything was arranged and it started. On October 11th, uh, some guy in the Marines, the Navy in the Marines, some important guy, received the letter. In the letter, he addressed the 1991 symposium and he began by saying, Without a doubt, it was the biggest and most successful tailhook we have ever had. We said it would be the mother of all hooks, and it was. So that's how he started his letter. You know, his shit sandwich. It was great, but then this mm-hmm. happened. But it was great. Yeah. So that's how he started his letter. Um, however, I mean, he did address what was happening, and he expressed concern over this whole gauntlet situation. So now copies of Coughlin's letter get out, and they, the San Diego Union Tribune is the first to publish it, and soon after other newspapers begin to publish it as well, and it brings into question like the hidden agenda of the Tailhook Convention itself. Senator John McCain urged the Navy to cut ties with the Tailhook Association and for an immediate investigation to take place. And Senator McCain later wrote a letter to Chairman of the Joint Chief of Staff Colin Powell and United States Secretary of Defense Dick Cheney requesting that an independent commission commission investigation, um, or I'm sorry, commission investigate the matter, but the DOD declined. They're like, nope, we're going to take care of this ourselves with our own people that were probably involved in it as well. (laughs) 
It got <laughs> it got super political, and it was advised that all services cut ties with the tail hook in general. Like, don't be part of this party. On November 10th, 1981, Snyder was relieved from his command. Uh, Patuxent River Naval Air, I think I said that right, Naval Air Test Center by Chief of Naval Operations, uh, Frank Kelso. And he said it was like for not reacting quickly enough to Coughlin's initial complaint and for saying, eh, that's what you get. <laughs> Yeah. What were you wearing? You probably deserved it. No, yeah, that's, exactly. That's awful. But it was just, you know, short of that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, basically like the same thing. That's what you're saying. That's oh, yeah. I hate that. So while the investigation was going on, the Senate um, Armed Service Committee put a hold on promotions of about 4,500 Navy and Marine Corps officers until it could be determined which ones were associated with the Tailhook Convention. It's like, how do you know? Like, I say everybody who was there was at fault. Every single person, every single guy that was there was at fault for not being able to help. They knew what was going on or they were just acting dumb and they should all be held responsible. Yeah. Uh, So a seven-month investigation by the Naval Criminal Investigation Service and Inspector General uncovered 140 cases of misconduct against 80 to 90 female victims. And there was actually seven men as well that were were victims. Um, During the investigation, Coughlin's credibility was put into question and she was labeled a slut. <laughs> I know. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. She's she sued like the hotel for saying Good. like you knew what was going on, you should have been responsible for this and yeah. So, the NIS investigation was also completed on April 28th, 1992 and stated that it had identified 25 victims of sexual assault that had occurred at the convention. Uh, four suspects were identified, Marine Captain George Bonham for the assault on Coughlin, Marine Lieutenant Colonel Michael S. Fagan for obstruction of justice and making false official statements, Navy Lieutenant Michael Clancy for helping organize the gauntlet, and Royal Australian Air Force Officer Jim Ibotson for biting women's buttocks, but, for the assault, but not for the assault on Coughlin. Um, after the U.S. government informed Australian authorities of the allegations against him, Ibotson committed suicide. That's awful. Look at look at the chain reaction to these events. Like, you guys, come on. Yeah. Yeah. So after the investigation concluded, the career of 14 admirals and nearly 300 naval aviators were ended or damaged by the scandal. 70 of the cases were dropped almost immediately, and the remainder of the offenders were just lightly punished. Just, you know, a little slap on the wrist. Uh, The Navy stopped participating in the Tailhook Symposium in 1991, but they brought it back in uh, 1999. Lieutenant Paula Coughlin sued the Tailhook Association and the Las Vegas Hilton for compensatory damages for emotional distress, Then citing emotional stress brought on by the lawsuits, she resigned from the Navy in February of 1994. The uh, Taylor Convention still takes place annually, but as far as we know, like it's actually for its intended purpose (laughs) and it also includes like scholarships. Um, So I wonder if it still gets crazy though, minus like the sexual assaults. It's crazy. And that is the story of the Tailhook scandal. Fascinating. Holy shit. I know, right? That was crazy. Yeah. That's they, not what I expected no. at all. 
<laughs> no, these these people are gross. Yeah. I don't, it infuriates me when I'm a woman, I've been groped before, and it's like, what makes you think that you are allowed to put your disgusting hands on my body like that? Yeah. What do you get out of it? What What do you, do you think I'm going to turn around and be like, oh, yes, take me, baby, right now? No. Yeah. I'm going to be furious, and I'm going to want to punch you in the face, and most likely I will punch you in the face. So, yeah, I don't know what they were getting out of this. This doesn't prove your manhood. This doesn't prove anything. It just proves that you're a fucking pig for exactly for groping, you know, a female or a man for that matter. Like you shouldn't put your hands on other people's bodies unless they want it. Exactly. Unless you they consent to it. What makes you feel that you're entitled to be touching other people? Yeah. And especially in their uh private areas in their own it's their body it's yeah. their choice if they want you to touch it they would say so but more than likely keep your dirty nasty pig hands to yourself yes please. keep your dirty Thank nasty you. pig hands to yourself and don't try to humiliate yeah. me either like what are we getting what who wins out of this who wins in this situation nobody nobody's winning because you're just proving you're an asshole and you're making me look bad you're making yourself look yeah. bad. Yeah, but unfortunately, like, they don't look bad because of the people that they're hanging out with, and that's what they're doing, and everybody thinks it's hilarious, and people yeah. keep encouraging everyone else to continue doing it, and so who looks bad? Oh, it's the women. We're the ones, we're, we're victims, but then it's like, oh, you went and cried to blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, you probably wanted it. Oh, they're you, just yeah. having fun. You probably wanted like, it. Stop. You were asking for it. You walked through yeah. there. You knew what you were getting into. No, we didn't. No. 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 Gosh. I know. That's insane. Like, that's just crazy. People are... I still just can't get over the fact that they would bite each other's butt cheeks, too. Like... <laughs> I know. I think because there's just so many other horrible things that I don't want to think about that happened to women there. I just... The butt cheeks. Like, gross. Like, why would you put somebody's butt in your mouth? Not like, just yeah, to the women, women. To each other. They we're, were, they were biting we're each other. We're, we're cleaner. Like, come on. We're, we're definitely cleaner. Yes, absolutely. But you're sitting on your butt. You sit and you sweat and there's swamp ass and it's <laughs> gross. And you're going to put that in your mouth? Like, yeah. Voluntarily come on. bite that. Put that in yeah. your mouth. Why? I wouldn't even butt. But I wouldn't even bite my husband's butt. Gross. My husband no bites my butt all the time. Well, you know, it's like a fun <laughs> sexual thing for for men. Yeah. Sure. But I'm like, no. But like I think about his, and I'm like, ugh. I know where that thing's been. Yeah. In your nasty uniform that you sweat in all day. Right. No thanks. Yeah. Ew. I'm gonna grab your old man butt. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your balls inside of your pants, please. Yes. I why I don't I don't understand I don't expose my genitalia to get giggles. Why do no. men think that it's okay to just get their bring out their balls? I've been at parties many many years ago where my husband's coworkers would do that in front of us, and I'm like, why, why? Why? Why is Who this hurt funny? you? Why do you think it is so funny to pull your ball sack out? This it's... nasty, wrinkly thing. Yeah. Hairy and just gross and saggy. Mm -hmm. Gross. You just have stop. now, you have taken your balls out and placed them on the table where you eat dinner with your family or where I eat dinner with my family. Yeah. And why? Why? Now I have to burn this table to the ground because your balls have been on it. So gross. Yep. Mm-hmm. Men. Men, this is a PSA <laughs> for you. 
don't touch people without their consent in a sexual manner. Yes. A light yes. pat on the back is just fine. <laughs> yes. Yes. You don't have a right to put your hands on a female body or a man's body for that matter. Just don't. These kinds of situations are disgusting. Nobody's turned on. I'm not impressed. I'm actually impressed at your stupidity if that's what you were trying to do. Yeah. So anyways, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> It was a really disturbing story, but it did have some elements that made me laugh. That I was like, God, like, yeah, so sick. The, the, <laughs> the stupidity that these these boys would do. I just, I'm, I'm just in shock. I mean, I know it's probably probably hear this stuff all the time. You know, mm-hmm. whatever boys are weird and they do really weird shit, but it still will never like not be shocking to hear. Yeah, ever. Yeah, <sighs> boys are weird. Boys are yeah. weird. Yeah. My son will look me dead in the eye and I'm like, what's going on? And he slowly starts lifting his shirt and he'll slowly start sticking his hand under his armpit and he's still looking me dead in the eye. I'm like, what's happening? And then he goes into a chorus of, you know, whatever song was just in his head, but in armpit yeah. farts. I'm like, got it. Great. Boys. Boys. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you for that. Yeah. That was quite interesting, I will say. Yeah, it was very interesting, disturbing and interesting all at once, as per usual. Mm-hmm. That y- is, yeah. That is our uh, MO. It's true. <laughs> it's what we're here for. Jen, I can't wait for yours. I'm excited. What you told me <laughs> before we started recording. Yes. So I found an article on military.com that was talking about the rejected names of the Space Force members. <laughs> so we all know Space Force. Space is Force. A thing. Space Force. It's now the sixth independent U.S. military service branch that was signed into law on December 20th, 19, 2019. 19? <laughs> not 1900. No, not 1900. No, too far away. 2000. Yes. In 19. Yes. Yeah, so the. Space Force falls under the or, the Air Force, like Department of Air Force, just like how the Marine Corps Marine Corps follow, falls under the Department of Navy. Okay, but it's still separate. But it falls under them. You know, mm-hmm. cool makes sense. Airmen, space, you know. But so you all know. I'm sure everyone already knows. But the official name of a member of the Space Force is called a Guardian of the Galaxy. <laughs> i'll get to that (laughs) but military.com came out with this article telling us all about the rejected names like they had put out the whole list of the rejected names of the members and some of them were just you know interesting and so i have a handful of them that i was just like oh that's funny okay all right so rejected names starting with spaceman or space woman spaceman (laughs) I like it. Space person. Makes sense. Space person was on there too. Oh, yep. Okay. Troopers. Troopers. Mm-hmm. Why troopers? Troopers. Trooper sounds more more earthly to me, not spacey. Well, we'll we'll get around to it. Okay. Uh, Starman. Oh, I like it. That's sexy. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> what does your husband do? He's a star man. I know some of these are really clever. You know, yeah. I was like, okay. Uh, sentries. No. A rocketeer. Oh, that's cute too. Oh, it's so cute. I yes. like it. <laughs> Rocketeer. Astros. Ew, no. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Mikhail would like it, right? He likes the what is it? The, the Astros? No, the, the baseball team, right? No, that's Texas. We are from <laughs> California. He likes the Oakland A's, the Athletics. Oh, the Oakland A's. Yeah. Astros, the A's, yeah, you know, West Coast, Jen, go sports, go sports, Whatever. yay! I like when they <laughs> when they hit their ball into the goal. <laughs> yeah, touchdown, touchdown for the three pointers. <laughs> I'm here for the pre-gaming, the tailgate. I'm here for That's the. Here for. I'm here for the hot dogs and the garlic the fries. The That's mm. what it is. The um, AT and T Stadium in San Francisco, best garlic fries. In the world. I'll take you one day, Jen. Mm. We'll see a Giants game. Please. Please and thank you, because I would love that. I really would like some garlic fries right now. The San Francisco Giants. San Francisco Giants versus the Chicago Lions. Cubs. Cubs. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it was some sort of animal. It was, yeah. And I was like, well, it can't be the Bears, because we've seen the Bears already. The Bears are football. football. Mm -hmm. Anyways. (laughs) Got it. Orbiters. No. <laughs> Voyagers. No. <laughs> a space marine. <laughs> Sorry, I got stuck on the Voyagers because Montana has a farm team for the wa- for the White Sox, and they're called the yeah. Voyagers. Yeah. And their mascot is Orbit. His name's Orbit. Oh, how funny. Yeah, so when you said Orbiters, yeah. it made me think of that. And then you said Voyagers, and I was like, oh. Yep. Someone from Montana pitch that probably <laughs> i like they it. probably put that in there i don't like i'm it. sure i don't like it i don't like that no. space trooper no see it sounds there's trooper again it sounds earthly space. yeah and, well space trooper though you can't put space in front of something <laughs> just expect it to be spacey space car space plane <laughs> space oh we'll plane. get oh just wait we get we got more space coming just wait space cheese. um orion's oh ryan's yeah, like the oh, like the like the belt. Yeah, like the belt. like the in the sky, the stars. Oh yeah, <laughs> little dippers. <laughs> <laughs> the big and the little dippers. That's how you know they're rank. Veronica, sorry, am I getting... where were you when they were asking for names? <laughs> I'm just seeing what sticks now with astrology. <laughs> yeah, the black holes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Space junk. Quasar. Say what now? I don't know. Quasar. Yeah. Solarian. Mm, it sounds like a fancy room in a French house. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, not quite a sun room, but... A solarium. You're not quite outside, but you're not quite inside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Star-Lord. Okay. Where's Groot? <laughs> Where's Rocket? <laughs> Gamora. Spacies. <laughs> <laughs> species they just keep getting be- they really do get really oh my they just God. keep getting better oh i love it stargazers that guy whoever came up with that is a hippie i guarantee yeah. you that um oh oh here we go agg anti-gravity gang <laughs> oh whoever did that so punk i love it the agg uh, earth man no, you're in space. What are you talking about? <laughs> you're you're going to go into space. Why are you calling it Earth Man? But they're from Earth. Oh, they're so I guess Earth if you're out. in space and you'd be called an Earth Man. But because you're yeah. being called an Earth Man by the people on Earth, it doesn't make sense. If the people in right? space are calling you Earth Man, then yes. But it, <laughs> this collapsed in on itself. Floaters. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh wait, the what, next one's better. Ready? Ready? Floaty boys. <laughs> Floaty boys. Oh my god. No, 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 no. Uh, oh. oh, this one. Someone just wrote geek. Geek? Literally, they they sh- they put in a name geek. But what does it mean? What does it stand for? Because they're telling us that Space Force are geeks. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nerd. And then here's yours, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. That's, Someone submitted it. That's badass. They did. Moon Man. No, but you're in space. You can't just generalize it to the moon. <laughs> no. Rocket Men. Rocket Men's hot. Not gonna lie. Here we go. Skywalker. I like it. Because of... I, I immediately went to Star Wars because of Luke Skywalker. Oh... Gotcha. And that's where Troopers comes in because we'll get to well we'll come around. Don't worry. Okay, here's some good space ones. Ready? Uh huh. Space case. No. Space case. <laughs> space keepers. Uh okay. Uh, I'll pass that one. <laughs> space folk. <laughs> no. Folk. What are you? I'm a space folk. Space folk. Starfleet. Okay, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Isn't that isn't that from like Star Trek? Yes, I just think of like the. Star Trek. I think it's Star, Star Trek. Trek. Maybe. I believe so. I don't know that I heard that in Star Wars. I don't yeah. think. Starfighter? Mm, it's too... You're reaching too hard for that. I'd be like, I'm going to make a movie out of me. Stormtrooper. No, come so on. here, this is Star Wars, and that's where I can understand the space with the trooper because of Stormtrooper. Yeah. Blasters. Let's go back to the floaters. <laughs> <laughs> Blasters. Can we have two names? Yeah. Floaters and blasters. <laughs> Which one are you? I'm a floater. Yeah. This one's a blaster. Yeah. On a mission to Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. This is the best. Um, Such good poop po- humor. <laughs> <laughs> it's in my brain. Uh, Homo sapiens. <laughs> I mean, no, 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 no. I'm taking that out. Sorry. Re- redo. Oh, no, I liked it. I know I was going to do it this way. Homo spacians. No. <laughs> I, no, no. I veto that. <laughs> I'd rather take the floaters. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, Helion. <laughs> no. And then, oh, someone literally put in, I do not know. I do not know. Yeah. Yes. I mean. They literally put in that. Look at all the things that are being thrown out there and you do not know. You could have said anything that you find in there space. There were so many different weird ones. You could have thought of something. Yeah. Uh, Jetsons. Oh, uh, that's cute. Legionaries. Okay. Loonies. <laughs> the loonies. <laughs> like, really? Luminaries. Isn't there a, a group like, that sings songs? Yeah. I, I feel like, I think so, right? Yeah. 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 Lunar stewards. Lunar stewards? Yeah. Why stewards? Why can't I just say like lunars? I don't know, right? Lunar lunar people. This one was funny. They submitted, this person submitted nothing because you wouldn't hear it in space anyway. Ah, clever, <laughs> you little bastard. That's funny. <laughs> See, they could have at least come up with something like Smart that. Smart ass. Now. Come on now. Um, orbit man. Again with the orbit. Yeah. Raider. I like that one because it's like I think of uh, Mortal Kombat. 
Oh, I went to Indiana Jones, like Raiders <laughs> of the Lost Ark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Sky Guards. Oh, that's cool. It's not bad. Space Avengers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Space Battlers. Okay. Already mm-hmm. declaring war. Battlers. Yeah. Oh, Blasters. Speaking of war, Space War Fighters. War, space yeah. War Fighters. <laughs> yep. Oh, and then you have just Spacians. <laughs> mm-hmm. Star Voyager. Okay. That's all right. Mm-hmm. Oh, this one was this one was really clever and it made me laugh. Stargents. Huh? So like Stargents. Stargents? Like Sergeant? Oh. Stargents. But spelt as star first. Yeah. Stargents. I was like, okay, clever. Star Trekkers. Yeah, okay. Stellar protectors. <laughs> Stellar. Uh, sunspots. <laughs> <laughs> it's like now they're just yeah. like throwing out any kind of like sunspots. somewhat galaxy name that they could find. Sunspots. They were probably yeah. just staring down at their own hands. Oh, look, sunspots. <gasps> yeah. There we go. That's a name. <laughs> terrestrials terrestrials again you're naming yourself something you're already on earth you can't call yourself that because then you'd be out in space and then whoever's not uh, no (laughs) (laughs) warlords (laughs) no yeah no and then another star wars star wars reference is wookies (laughs) (laughs) i was like okay oh i see where you're going i like it and then the last one I uh, the last one I wrote down was zero G's. Zero G's. It sounds yeah, so... spelled zero and then G E E S. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> zero G's. Very interesting. Extremely entertaining. Yeah. They had a lot to choose from. Uh, whoever I forgot who it was that had to that picked the official name, but they had to sort through all of these. Yeah. In order to figure out what they were doing. That must have been fun. What they were picking. It must have been fun to be in that room to pitch all these names. Be like, let's see what sticks. Right. Yeah. I like Rocketeers. <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. Rocketeers. Yeah. Yeah. How, yeah. how else are you going to get into space? On a rocket. Right? Yeah. Rocketeers. <laughs> so we ended up with Guardians. So funny. Yeah. That's so funny. I can't wait. I can't wait to see what this unravels to. This whole Space Force thing and how mm-hmm. just what's going to happen with it. I'm excited too. Yeah. I, it was such a joke when it first happened. I was like, oh, this is actually really happening? Like, okay. Sure. All right. Yeah. I'm just going to sit here and watch. I'm curious to know if, like, they'll do more, like, missions, like, in space itself or, mm-hmm. like, finding ways to do more stuff up there or if it's just going to be them dealing with, like, being here and using, like, satellites and figuring that out or, you know, stuff like that. I don't know what all yeah. entails with space duties so somebody explained that to us i pictured them yeah yeah, like being trained as astronauts and being sent to live in like the international space station i don't know i don't know somebody tell us what is the space force about what are your what are our guardians doing yeah Yeah. what are our floaters doing can you imagine floater the floaties the The blaster. That was so fun. Yeah, floater, floaters, and floaty boys. Floaty like. boys. <laughs> <laughs> floaty boys. Oh my gosh, 
That's so funny. Yeah. Oh. Entertainment. It is very entertaining. We all need it. We all need it. I need it, Jen. I do too. I need entertainment. It's been a year, just about a year since all this COVID shit happened. And it's just been weird ever since. And I need entertainment where I can get it. And this is it. I know. (laughs) We were talking to my brother-in-law. I think it was yesterday. And we were just talking about all the shows we watch. And we asked him, I was like, hey, have you watched, did you get to watch Tiger King? And he's like, no. And Kyle and I were like, what? How did you not watch that? And he was like, I refuse. And I was like, it has everything. What? Everything. Everything in there. I was like, you need to watch it. So I don't know. Yeah. I think he might have been giving it, he was going to give it a try. And then we talked to my father-in-law and he said that he did not like Stranger Things. And he's like, it was like, I I watched like two episodes and I was like, what? You can't just judge it on two episodes. I was like, it's such a good show. I was like, he was... You know, he was... You just watched two. You know, he... I mean, he was raising children in the 80s, it but he, he was still really young. In the 80s, you would think he would remember some of the... I remember some of the nostalgia and, like, the movie references yeah. and all that. So, it's like, how do you not like it, nonconformist? <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm like that with some things. Like, a lot of times, like... like everybody's watching one show that comes out you know and people will watch it like super fast and then the last day of like at work like oh did you watch did you watch did you finish this show and it's like no (laughs) we've watched two episodes so far because we don't watch until like later in in the evening and then the kids go to bed and the kids want to watch it with us so then we have to wait otherwise we would totally binge because it's like when we watch the night stalker Yes. Show on Netflix. We totally binged that within like yeah. over the weekend. We or maybe it was just one day. God, probably just one day, but it was so good because you know kids can't watch that, so we got to watch that really fast. But everything else is like we can't watch really fast. Like we're still watching Mandalorian. We have one more episode left, and that came out quite a while ago now. I haven't yet to see that show. It's good. It you know my son really likes Star Wars and everything, so we all kind of got into it. More. I'd never watched Star Wars before. I didn't think it was that great when I was younger, yeah. but now it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I don't mind it. So The Mandalorian was yeah really good. I think. I mean, it's entertaining. Yeah. It's a TV show. It's good. We watched. I'm trying to think. Like I said, we watched Cobra Kai and mm-hmm. um, what was the ones I mentioned? Oh, we were watching The Avengers. I don't. I just haven't really like sat down to watch TV. Oh, I watched. Um, I finished the Cecil Hotel documentary what'd you think it's um i mean it was interesting i seriously thought i was gonna go into more of the hotel instead of the lisa lamb yeah story uh which was very interesting as as well like i found that very interesting um i think the final conclusion was very plausible what they had said that she was just that she was in in a state of like in a manic episode i totally believe that over the the you know the web yeah. sleuthing and they were like well i think she was doing this and she was this was happening and the video was cut like this and i was like mm, well yeah i yeah so i we watched it well i watched it dave slept through all four <laughs> episodes we watched one every night and he was so tired he slept through all of them but i don't blame him too because i don't know like i wasn't that 
entertained by it it i it wasn't it didn't catch my attention mm-hmm. as much as like other mm-hmm. documentaries true crime docu- documentaries do and yeah by the end i was glad to know like you know the conclusion on her story side of it you know what they yeah. think happened and all that because in you know at first before not knowing that she was bipolar i had no idea like sorry spoiler <laughs> alert sorry everyone yeah if you haven't <laughs> if you didn't know sorry um but so it makes sense right but I feel like they could have done it in like two episodes. It, it was all like her. It was all her. Up. I wanted to hear more about the yeah. other things that have happened in that hotel. You know, I want to know the history. I wanted more. I wanted them to delve more yeah. into the history of it. it. Just they just gave us tidbits of it. Yeah. And I was like, well, I want to know more. Yeah, they just, like it was so grand. It wasn't it was enough. So grand yeah. and what happened? Yeah, they like because they always said like the things got like weird and missed it was so mysterious and this happened and this happened but it was like well i want to know about that you know i want to you know i want to get into that part of it but i think the whole web sleuth they had like what was like almost a whole web uh episode dedicated to like the web sleuthing parts of her story i was like i didn't really find it necessary especially when they figured out that you know she had these medical issues and not taking her medication i don't know Mm -hmm. but Mm-hmm. I was I was just not as impressed as I thought I was going there's, to be. Um, there's a guy on TikTok that did a a little video. I think it's on TikTok. He lives across the street from the CISO Hotel. And he talks about the things he has seen since living across the street. Now, the hotel has been closed for years now, right? And he says he will mm-hmm. randomly see lights turn on and off. And that he has seen Ooh. people in the windows that one time he saw somebody that looked like it was um, like a dangling body from the ceiling. And he said he was going to call the police. But oh. he's like, the police aren't going to believe me because it's like the it's been closed for forever. And he said when he looked out the window again, the light was off and there was no shadow anymore. So a lot of strange things that he's seen, he's been witness to. And I found that really interesting. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, you now it's a haunted hotel. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I watched that the Britney Spears uh, documentary before we left the UK. Like that's all I wanted to do for my birthday. Remember, I was like, I just want to lay in bed and watch this documentary and drink my coffee. That's all I want. Yeah, and that's all I did. It was a great birthday. Yeah, and I was like, this is um, this is how I feel. The way people are feeling about Britney Spears is how I feel about Paris Hilton, and I've always felt like that. Yeah. Yeah, I've always felt like really? that about mm-hmm, about her because I was like, she was kind of thrust into fame this way. Like she, I don't want to say she doesn't have any talent because I don't, I mean, but she didn't have anything to offer right. the media other than her looks and that she was a socialite. And then she had the, the sex tape that was leaked. And so just the way that she was scrutinized and then when she got the show and then just the way that i don't know the way that people are seeing britney spears now is how i have always seen paris hilton i was like i want to hear about her story and now that it came out that like um she was you know abused at that place in utah that boarding school in utah um so i want to know more about her story and her upbringing. That would be a good one. Yeah, I know, we heard right? so much about Brittany that I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know half of the shit. Because I was so, I was young and, you know, such a fangirl and all that. Even now, it was like, I didn't even realize 
everything that everything she was going through. Well, that's just it, Jen. Is she's such a cash cow to yeah this industry that they you know they didn't care who she was. I mean, they care who she was. That was it. They didn't care about yeah. what she was going through. They're like, you're gonna put this album out, and you're gonna do this, and you're gonna look like this, and you're gonna act like this, and that yep. is that. Yeah. I know, and that, you know, it's so funny because I used to watch Paris Hilton's TV show with Nicole Richie all the time. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Like, but they, she was, like, I started to not really like her because she was so, this, like, ditzy and, you know, just they portrayed her like such a, like, weird, like, she can't take care of herself, can't do anything for her own. She's just this rich girl that doesn't do anything, you know, type Mm -hmm. of type of act and so that's how i saw her all the time and that to me has so to be i never an act. felt bad right no but it has to be yeah. an act. just like jessica simpson and her whole you know yeah. playing stupid all the time yep and it's like that can't be real like that cannot be real this is a person who who has you know they've built empires both you know with paris hilton when she has her you know her perfume line and i mean she's fucking filthy rich and so she's a personality and she's built this empire from being a personality. She cannot be. There's no way that she's dumb. Jessica Simpson, look at her. Look at everything that she's built, too. There's no way that she is dumb. People have dumb moments, yeah. and it happens, and then it gets blown out of proportion. Yeah. So. I know. It's uh, it's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy how that thing, how it is. And you don't really know until you, until they have like a documentary like that on their mm-hmm. life or the, what was it the you're wrong about that you had told me about with Jessica Simpson, was it yeah, Jessica yeah, yeah. Simpson's mm-hmm. book and stuff? And they went into the whole thing. And I just, it was like, I couldn't even believe it that yeah. I couldn't even believe all the stuff that Jessica Simpson was doing that, and then yeah. it was just it blew my mind that my scene mind. in Newlyweds I never watched the show but I remember that scene in Newlyweds with the whole chicken of the sea tuna thing when she's like is this chicken or is this fish and the interaction yeah. between them it made me laugh because he was yeah. like just the way he was looking at her and her face was like don't even start with me like it was funny right but then hearing it on You're Wrong About, that podcast, just hearing it without the, the visual, I was like, oh my God, he was such an asshole. Like, why did he do that to her? Why wasn't he just like, no, it's 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 fish. Like, why did he react like that? You know? Yeah. And, and you know what? The whole thing with, I'm going to say it right now, the whole thing with the Justin Timberlake and the Britney Spears and the Janet Jackson and saying that Justin Timberlake needs to apologize, I'm like, what? Four. Eh, somebody explain that to me. Why does he need to apologize? He was an asshole. Yeah. He was an asshole. But it's like, can we move on from it? You know why I think that way? Because he did apologize and they're still scrutinizing him. And I was like, then why ask him to apologize if you're not going to accept his apology? I don't understand. I don't Why can't they just leave him alone and be like, whatever. He was, he's in the past. We know he's an asshole. You just keep yeah. pumping out your music. It's great. <laughs> Leave it alone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who cares what happened? Like, I like it. If it affects like what happens now and everything, you know, stuff that happened in the past is the reason why things are the way they are. But I mean, what he did was, yeah, it was really shitty, and he should have never done that back then. He should have known better, but he was just, you know, whatever. He's new. He's young. 
he's new in this whole industry of whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know, the, you know, all this new stuff that they're doing and it's the relationship. So whatever, it's fine. Like now it's like, yeah, sure, he was an asshole. Okay, let's move on to the more important part to of more what's important, going yeah. on with her life and how to change that. This is the whole cancel culture that we're going through, you know? Yeah. Listen, I we need to acknowledge the things that have happened in the past that have been wrong. We need to acknowledge it because it was how things were founded. But we yeah. need to move on from them. We can't pretend like it didn't happen. We can't say we're going to cancel this. We don't want anything to do with that. Because that in of itself is, is exactly what they're trying to prevent. You know, certain people are trying to prevent being like, we want to recognize this happened instead of this happened. So we're going to cancel this out because they canceled us out or whatever. Why can't we just move forward? Let's just move forward from here. Acknowledge what happened. It was bad. Let's not repeat it. Let's not repeat yeah. it. You can't you can't erase the past. You can't, you know, yeah. you can't pick certain songs and not not listen to them, you know, or or TV yeah. shows or whatever whoever said this because or people. we or people because we've all said stupid shit and we're continuing to say stupid shit that may not sound stupid right now but in 20 years down the road it's going to be very offensive in some way so let's just learn from the past and move forward instead of trying yeah. to erase the entire past and not making the future any better you're not it's true and you're just and what I hate is like shaming people for things that were said in the past. Like yes, this we didn't we didn't have the mindset back then when something came up like we do now. Of course, we understand mm -hmm. like when you say something offensive about somebody. Yes, that's completely wrong. Should it ever been said? No. Back then, though, there were different times. Like things were just different mm -hmm. you know things were said things were done i mean it's just like wars like you don't want to go through a war again i don't want to go through another holocaust we saw what happened to that repercussion and yes holocaust is real everyone and <laughs> concentration camps like come on people but mm -hmm. we're not trying to like we're what are we going to do about that we have to go back and ask them to like oh please can you please erase the entire War it never happened. You know, no. thousands of people never lost their lives over a war. Like, no, come on. No. No. They did. But we learned how to grow from that and be better and not do yes. how what was done to start yes. all of that. So we need to acknowledge you know, it. Same thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I don't want to get into the never mind. I don't want to get into the politics. I know. <laughs> never mind. I was gonna say something else, but it's okay. Here we are. It's okay. Jen, that's enough politics for today. I know. Really sorry. for the whole year. We got a little, we got a little political. Sorry, everyone. We, we said we, we weren't going to do that. No, we don't care. We don't care who you vote for. We don't care <laughs> who you voted for. As long as you respect the people around you and you respect yourself and spread love and happiness, it gets you a long way. It gets you far. I promise. Spread positivity, yeah. not your negativity. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Please do that. Mm -hmm. You know how you could spread the positivity around our podcast? You could email us at dependisplaining at gmail.com and share your positivity with us. Yes. Share all the good stuff that's going on yeah. everywhere. Or your negativity. Share your bad no. day and we will put a good spin on it. We will pick out all yeah. the good things from your story. Yes. And we'll make it happy. Yeah. In a way. In Unless a way. it's true crime 
and sometimes we just can't recover from that. No. <laughs> I think this one was the least had funny elements to it or, you know, elements we can make fun of. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So do that. Spread your love. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You can spread your love and positivity there too by liking, subscribing, rating, and sharing our episodes with mm-hmm. all your friends and family and strangers. Strangers. And, you know, anyone. Mm-hmm. Anyone. We're here for you. Give us five stars, please. Please. Yes, please. Yes. I do apologize for my audio. I'm in a room that doesn't have furniture, so it might echo. Also, there's like jets flying overhead, and my husband is still watching the Avengers, and the volume is out of control. I'm sorry, Jen, for your editing. It's okay. It's soon, soon I'll be somewhere else. <laughs> somewhere else. You'll somewhere be in else. another room. In another room. Next time. N- yeah. Next time, you'll be in a new room. Mm-hmm. It's like every time I, every time we do this, you're in a new place. Just hopping you're around. In a new room. I'm a time traveler. Yeah. Yes, this is true. Just hopping around like a gypsy. Yes. Living out of a suitcase. Which, why didn't I pack shorts? Jen, tell me why I didn't pack shorts. You know how hot it is here? It's warm. No. Well, it's like it's yeah. like in the 70s, so it's warm. That's warm. For someone who just moved here from the UK, you know, during snowing. Yeah. A uh, snowing time. But I was yeah. like, why well, I need my clothes for the, while well, I'm still in the UK, well, to keep warm. So I packed like jeans and stuff that I was going to wear. And then I was like, I need shorts. <laughs> so I have one pair of pajama shorts that I've been wearing outside too i was like well <laughs> this is all i have and send my send me shorts at dependusbleeding at gmail.com <laughs> send me a pair of shorts please uh, okay yes, jen please great well, thanks guys for listening i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and don't forget mm-hmm. to email us and send us uh your stories and um remember we asked for some military related secrets we're still waiting on you guys to send us some of those so we can read them anonymously and then yeah and then great jen take it away do that make sure you do all the things for us because we love you and it just helps us out so much so (laughs) get on it and you know wherever your mind takes you if you're a floater it's okay (laughs) Enjoy the floating. Enjoy, Enjoy the floating. Blast you throughout outer space. <laughs> whatever your whatever your name wants to be. If you're floating, fly high into the sky, into space. Just remember, wherever you go, there, there you are. are. Goodbye. Goodbye.